Welcome to Opening the Door Podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Ooh, and also unlock the door to lots of spooky stories. Today, you will hear some spooky storytelling from me and Anthony. We scoured Reddit and found some nice spooky stories to tell you some ghost stories, some also cryptid, black-eyed children, all the creepy stuff. So I hope you enjoy this and it's a great episode to listen to right before Halloween to really get you in that uh, spooky spirit. All right, enjoy the episode and remember, don't be afraid to open your door. Okay, Anthony, welcome back, back, back to the podcast. (laughs) Do I even have to say that anymore? Um, I don't don't know, know, but thanks for being here. So Something that Anthony and I are going to do today, we are going to, we found some creepy Halloween ghoulish stories on Reddit, and we're going to read through some ghosty ghost stories for this last spooky episode in October. My favorite. I'm so, first of all, Haley, I'm so proud of you for just really just like immersing yourself in this spooky story, like vibe, the spooky season vibe, because I know that you're so like, you're like, like during our last podcast episode with, with like the group of people, you probably got out your, your uh, smoke cleansing stuff like three or four times. Like, okay, I'm getting rid of this energy. <laughs> I was like, get it out of here. Get it out of here. Black eyed children. That's I scary. know. Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, so, yeah. I, this is this last season. I kind of did more of like a, for Halloween season. I kind of did like witchcraft stuff the history of witchcraft basics of witchcraft and this season i just wanted to get like full-on creepo Mm -hmm. with it which has been fun um so it'll be interesting to see like in the audience if you guys do want to just like write in and let me know did you like the really spooky halloween this season did you like last season better i kind of want to know so feel free to shoot me a message on instagram or wherever you want to let me know but Anthony, let's get started. Do you want to start with one of your stories first? Yeah. Okay. So we did like a Reddit deep dive here. And so I have, I have a story right here from Reddit. All right. It's like not super long, but I I, I remember liking this. So here we go. And also, uh, forgive me, I read like a fifth grader. It says here, insert spooky music. Um, My great grandmother lived around the corner from my gram, her daughter. Great Graham raised her grandson, Michael, a toddler, when her oldest daughter became unfit due to paranoid schizophrenia. Oh my gosh, I, that's that touches my heart. I feel so bad. My great Graham died when I was 17. Michael was in his 30s, but still was living with her at the time. He had an intellectual disability. He moved in with another family. By then, he had moved in with another family member. After great Graham died, my Graham needed to sell her house. It went quick to a young couple who did not have children yet. They kept her living room furniture and a couple of table lamps. Great Graham had a table against the living room window that faced the street, which was also near a side entrance to the living room. Michael had a job that he didn't get home from until after she went to bed and she would leave the light on for him. A couple, The couple moved the table and that's when things started to happen. They would wake up in the morning and find the table against the window with the light on. Then they moved it back to where they wanted it. This went on for several nights. Finally, one night they heard thuds and dragging. They went to go check out what was happening and they couldn't get into the living room from the hall. The door was shut and something heavy was against it. They went outside and around to the living room door, which was unlocked to gain access. The couch had been pushed against the interior, interior, 
um, door and the table with the, with the lit lamp was against the street window. Things like this happened for months before they contacted the realtor to, to find a family member to see if they could get some answers. They talked to my gram and she explained about the light being left on for Michael and that if they just leave it, leave it there and turn it on at night, she was sure that great gram would quit her shenanigans and it worked. Okay. So it's like creepy, but also not creepy. It's actually it's kind of creepy. Sweet. From the perspective of the new homeowners, if I was that new homeowner, I'd be like, oh my God, my house is fucking haunted as fuck. I am so scared. And then when mm-hmm. you get the perspective on why it's happening, it's like, oh, okay. See, you know? okay. So that's like kind of why I wanted to read that one because I do feel like that as like mortal beings in this earth realm, when things like that do happen, our minds go wild, right? And then it's like once we kind of dig a little bit and get that perspective, oh my gosh, you find out, okay, she's just leaving the light on because it's like a residual like thing, like leave the light on so that my my child, the, the boy who I raised has a light to come home to at night, you know? I think that's so sweet. And then, you, yeah. and then you're like, okay, maybe I don't have to be that scared. So I just think that's really cool. It is creepy, but it's also really sweet. It's creepy, but cool. And it's like, also that just makes me think, you know, what a strong... That's what I just wonder about. Like, that brings up some questions for me. First of all, like, what a strong energy that is moving so much within the house. Mm -hmm. Um, That kind of creeps me out a little bit. It's like, wow, that's very intense. And then the other thing that I wonder is, like, can great Graham not see that Michael doesn't live there anymore? You know, like, what's going on there? Does Graham need help moving on? You know, what's the energy about that? Because that, like, makes me wonder, too, you know. Or is this sort of like a residual part of her, residual energy part of her that is moving mm-hmm. that and sort of Graham's higher self is kind of doing her own thing. You know what I mean? Kind of interesting to think about. So here's my here's my perspective on that. I thought about that too. Is it residual energy? But I don't think that it is because the fact that it's moving the table back and then it pushed the couch in front of the thing like, okay, Graham doesn't want you to come in here and move that table again. I agree. My perspective, I feel like, um, so here where it says um, Michael was a toddler when great Graham took him in um, yada 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 Michael was in his 30s but still was living with his with the great grandmother because he had a developmental disability and so perhaps when she did pass she didn't she decided that she couldn't go because she was too afraid to leave somebody who she cared for who had a developmental disability and that's why she was so persistent on making sure that light was on for him and mm-hmm. so that could be like that aspect of i can't leave i couldn't leave him type of thing and so that's why she hasn't crossed like crossed over quote unquote or whatever that you know whatever that means for spirit but um yeah does that make sense yeah, it does. Uh-huh. So interesting. I think that's a beautiful. I think that's a beautiful thing. It's also kind of sad, but it's also kind of freaky. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, it's a, a lot of nuance in, in that story for sure. All right, that was good. I have kind of a creepy one here. So this comes from a Reddit, and it says something invited invited itself into my friend's home. I've told the story on other subreddits, but this one, uh, this is the one haunting experience that really freaked me out. When I was younger, I had a next-door neighbor named Lexi, and she was my best friend. Our parents would go on trips on motorcycles with each other, and we would camp out at one of our houses until they came back. Um, It was normal for us, and we never had any paranormal events prior to the specific night. We were sitting in, in the bedroom talking and doing what we normally did. We saw a bright light through her window, followed by the sound of motorcycles pulling into the gravel driveway. We instantly think, okay, our parents forgot something. But before we could even get up to leave the bedroom, 
we heard a knock and a soft woman's voice say, hello. The front, the front door opened. This was a familiar sound because the door scraped against the hardwood flooring. We panicked, thinking there was an intruder at this point because this woman didn't sound like our family. We have very Texan voices. We scouted the house, scared out of our minds, just to find the front door wide open and nobody in the driveway. Nobody was in the house. We finally felt better. We walked back into her bedroom, but before she went to, I guess before the friend went to enter, she collapsed onto the floor and started sobbing. I didn't know what was happening. I was scared, and she told me something as tall as the doorframe was standing in her parents' room. After our parents returned, her family continued to have paranormal activity in their house, and they moved out. Good for them. Move the fuck out. Bye. See ya. Deuces. Oh my god, like, what the fuck? And so nothing had happened before that, and it was like something just decided to stop by and, like, hang out? I guess so. Like something just entered their fucking house. That oh my is God. wild. It's so, so fucking scary. So here's a concept that I've heard about. I'm not sure like the, I'm not sure what my, my thought process by it. Cause I don't know that I've ever come into contact with it. I may, might have not known, but have you ever heard about how people like sometimes have like a portal in their household or I something? I've heard like of that? things like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know. I, I will say this though. Here's a weird thing. I've heard that if you put a mirror on a wall in your house and it's on an outside wall, like a wall that goes outside, that it could be a portal, right? Or something like that. And here's the weird thing is ever since I hung this specific mirror in my dining room, I have always seen people walk into my dining room. I don't think anything of it, but like, I'm wondering if that's like a thing. Like Maybe they put a mirror on the outside of the wall, on an outside wall. I don't know. But that just seems like fucking weird. Yeah, that is really, (sighs) really weird. Can you just um, imagine seeing somebody as tall as the doorframe just standing? Oh! It makes you me know, think of paranormal activity. <laughs> so creepy. Like, oh my God, so fucking creepy. Okay, uh, you you go now. You go now. I have to get off that story. Okay. All right. Here's a good one. This is, I named this one Juno, um, and you'll see why. In my notes, I called this one Juno. It starts out with, I know it sounds like something straight out of a movie, but it's 100% what's happened to me about 24 years ago. When I was still relatively newly married, my then husband and I moved into a townhouse style apartment. The two floors of our apartment were on the second and third floors of the building. And the management office and mailbox area was almost directly below us on the ground level. Important for later. The woman who managed the building was older, didn't care for the property well, and usually spent most days chain-smoking camel non-filters in her office and being a hateful old racist. Ew. Um, Imagine renting the place from Juno, the social worker from Beetlejuice, but less helpful. She really resented what we had Uh, excuse me, I think this might be a typo. She really resented that we had the townhouse claiming we lied about the big, about being pregnant when we moved, moved in because she didn't want to rent the unit to people who with kids. I tried to make the edits there uh, while I was reading. So I apologize that that did not make sense. She also made a few disparaging remarks about my husband due to his race. She was a real peach, truly. So after kiddo was born, I was a, I learned this, it's an acronym, S-A-S-A-H-M, stay-at-home mom. I had to look that up. Uh, So after the kiddo was born, I was a stay-at-home mom, just uh, busy keeping the house clean, 
and baby occupied without a car or local mom friends. After lunch, the kiddo needed a bath. Anyone who's fed a nine-month-old baby food knows the mess that can happen. So I went upstairs and ran the tub. Soon, I had the baby sitting happily splashing in one of those suction cup bath seats. Important to note, it's the middle of winter and we had no heat. An issue I'd be fighting with Juno, the landlord about, I had been fighting with Juno, the landlord about for a while, among other maintenance issues, like my arcing, um, my arcing ceiling fan. I don't know what that means. Um, or the garbage disposal that was held with uh, duct held on with duct tape and leaked. We basically had to keep a space heater or two in every room to keep the chill off. I had taken one of the space heaters in the bathroom to keep the bathroom warm enough for bath time and had it sitting on out of reach and splashing distance on top of the bathroom counter. It was standing in, I was standing in, not it, I was standing in the bathtub getting ready to lift the baby out when all of a sudden the space heater started to rock back and forth and it had not been rocking before. It had this horrible, I had this horrible feeling of dread as I looked at the heater and I just reacted because I knew I couldn't get both of us out of the bath in time. I reached down to grab the baby seat, ending up pulling it off the tub and dropping the baby over the side of the tub onto the bathroom floor. Just as the heater got to the end of the cord, I thumped into the shower, it thumped into the shower door and bounced off the edge of the tub and landed on its side on the floor a couple of inches away where it shut off. It had an auto shut off in case it got tipped over. When I looked over the corner of the bathroom, at the bathroom, that part of the room seemed to just get darker. It was like filling up with shadows. There was no smoke, no change in lighting, no windows, so no sun going behind a cloud, etc. It was just darker. I also started to smell cigarette smoke, camel non-filters, which I knew the smell of well because of Juno's office all the time. Um, I was in Juno's office all the time to get things fixed. The smell was so thick, it made me cough and my chest ached, but I couldn't see any smoke haze. And I felt this overwhelming sensation of hatred and malice, like someone was standing there giving me the death glare. I grabbed the baby and a towel and ran downstairs. I was so freaked out. I couldn't bring myself to go back up there. So I used some diapers <laughs> from the diaper bag and kept the baby wrapped up in the towel and cuddled up to stay warm. I stayed down there the entire rest of the day until my husband got home. Every so often I'd look up the stairs at the bathroom, but didn't want to take the baby up there. I was so afraid to leave him alone downstairs. When he asked me why the baby wasn't dressed, I told him about the heater and the smoke in the bathroom. And he went to check Figured, figuring it was yet another maintenance issue. There was no electrical issues, no damage to the outlet, no smoke, no cigarette smell. He put the heater back on the counter and turned it on, watched it for a few minutes, and it did not rock. So it didn't rock itself off the counter earlier? Question mark. He laughed it off, but later that day, here's where it gets fucking weird. Later that day, we heard Juno's adult son downstairs near the mailboxes yelling his head off at people. And that's when we found out that she had a massive heart attack in her office earlier that day. And she he was she was found dead in the chair with a camel non-filter in her hand. Was that Juno's like last stand against the tenants that she didn't want? Like before she moved on, she was like, <laughs> I'm going to go fuck with them. I'm going to try to throw this heater into that bathtub with that child. Oh, that my mother. God. That's crazy. Like, I just feel like that's like 
it that can't be a coincidence you know it can't be a coincidence I wish that I was able to read that more smoothly but I feel like there's a couple like odd little there are uh, some weird typos in there for sure yeah typos in there and but so I apologize to people but so I could you imagine being like why do I smell cigarette smoke in here and why do I feel like someone is just is hating me right now and then to find out that that whole time she was literally her dead body was underneath you with a cigarette in her hand like what and I don't think this is just like I don't think she was just smelling the cigarette burning like I think there's people who would probably say oh she was just smelling the cigarette burning downstairs like I don't think the smell wouldn't be that strong it seems like it was so strong it was like filling her lungs so yeah she said she coughed (sighs) creepy absolutely not no thank you Juno no thank you yeah. Also, Juno, you sound like a terrible landlord. So, bye. and also, you're a racist, and we don't fuck with racists. Yeah. So get fuck hated. racism. Fuck yeah. racist people. Absolutely. No, witches thank you. Witches against racism. I have that on my bottle. It says witches Aww. against. Racism. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. I have a baby story also. <sighs> so we'll go ahead and read it. It's about baby singles. So, <sighs> here it goes. When my daughter was young, like very young, nine months to two years, is when I started seriously believing in ghosts due to actually having experiences as a baby if we were in the part of our house where the bedrooms are i would very often find her with her attention engaged on an odd place mostly was it in the corners of the room toward the ceiling and at the doorway or hallway this happened enough times to notice and freak me out because as a baby yes they stare at ceiling fans but not dead space with such attention and engagement if we were in any bedroom she would look towards the hallway as she got older, she learned to play peekaboo. And then in parentheses, it says, I'm getting chills writing this. I used to get freaked out. One time I was sitting with her in her room and she was looking in the hallway and smiling. She was moving her head like she was following someone who was playing that game with her. Like I could tell which, which wall was being used just from watching her. But the absolute craziest time was, again, we were in her room and we were chilling on the floor and I'm next to her. She was like 18 months old and had a cute little kid's lounge chair. Anyway, all of a sudden she points up to just empty space right in front of her. And she said, look, mom. And then she brings both her of her fingers to her eyes and says, no eyes. <laughs> I like to tell myself it was just my grandma. But at the same time, why would grandma, <laughs> why would grandma, <laughs> why would it be grandma when you don't have any eyes? Oh, yeah. And this other time, same house, I heard a distinct male voice say something to me from the other room. And without thinking, I responded because I thought it was my husband and I couldn't understand him. But at the same time, I knew it didn't sound like my husband. So I just said his name, Tom. And then I remembered I was home alone all by myself. I hate that the baby said no eyes. Like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Get rid of the child. (laughs) get my child (laughs) get rid of the house get rid of the child run start a new life no i i I, um i actually that's so crazy i actually think to myself all the time if i had kids and they did that i'd be like tell me more what else is going on (laughs) like yeah like come on wow that would be so creepy could you imagine no just like why i'm not having children so that they don't (laughs) see ghosts just add it to the list i see enough myself i don't need you to be exactly that's so funny oh very so okay i am going to read this 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 story involves the black eyed children 
And this is actually a story that I think I've heard on Samantha Faye's podcast. I think I've heard this story on somebody else's and I'll be truthful with you. I wasn't looking for this, but when I was, when I just did a Reddit search for the Black Eyed Children stories, this one was like one that popped up and I was like, oh my God, this is the one I should read. Um, and so I just hope you're ready. I just need to say my heart is racing. I feel <laughs> terrible right now and I'm just working through it. And oh. I'm like, it can't get worse. I can't get worse than I'm feeling now. So let's go. Okay. Or maybe again. I can't, maybe I can. I'll tell you at the end of the story. Okay. So once again, I apologize for my fifth grader mentality, my fifth grader reading level. Before I explain my experience, I feel it is necessary to tell you how much of a non-believer I was of so many things. I pretty much called BS on everything except spirits. I had too many experiences in my 32 years to not believe in the afterlife and spirits, which I guess now makes me sound a bit silly because why would one be true, but the other unexplainable things not be? Anyway, one evening about three months ago, I was sitting in my car listening to my favorite Stevie Nicks song and smoking. And before you say anything, I know how bad it is to smoke and, I fully, and I'm fully aware of the terrible things smoked and cause, but we are all going to die one day, right? <laughs> Great mentality. <Good> I, perspective. <laughs> I choose to live my life and enjoy myself and my cigarettes while doing so. So I was in my car in my own little world when I saw two children who seemed to have come out of nowhere begin to head towards my car. Oh, I thought it was strange, especially because, <laughs> especially being as late as it was, but hey, who am I to judge? I thought they would pass by and continue on their walk or where to wherever, but I quickly realized they were approaching my car driver, my driver's side window. Creepy, but okay. I chose to just get out instead of rolling down my windows <laughs> because I felt I felt rolling down my windows was a bit rude. And to be honest, I wanted to be as close to the front door of my home as possible. So we're oh sitting outside this guy's front home or this lady's front home. I'm not sure. Uh, just to paint the picture for you, you know, just in case things got weird and boy, did they get weird as I was getting out. One of the children, a little girl about six asked why I was getting out. I simply answered because I'm heading in for the night. I followed up with you guys. Okay. They both quickly responded with no, we're scared. The other child, a little boy asked, may we sit in your car until our parents come? I thought until I thought until that your parents come, where are these parents and why are they and where are they coming to? I asked where they lived in which they answered down the road. So I told them it was getting late and they better just go head home. At that moment, both children peered up to me at exactly the same time. And it was then I noticed the eyes. Oh my Eyes God. like I'd never seen before. Dark, very, very dark eyes. Eyes that were unnaturally dark and cold. So cold, I immediately got an uncomfortable feeling. The kind of feeling that makes your fight or flight kick in. I knew I needed to get away from these kids and quick. I told them I was heading in and the little girl asked, may we come in? I of course said no. And it was then that the polite children started putting off an almost annoying and angry vibe. I told again, I again told the children they needed to head home. And the best I could do was call the police when I get, when I get inside. I said goodbye and headed towards my front door. They followed. Oh. <laughs> Did you like that pause there? Like I paused a really dramatic effect. Um, it, it was it was time to get assertive. These children were not coming into my home. They both began mumbling things I could not make out or whatever oh it was that they were saying did not sound kind. 
I made it inside, turned and locked the door, and then the knocking began. Are you kidding me? Why won't these kids get the hint? Ugh. I was not answering the door. No way. I called my boyfriend and explained everything. He thought I sounded crazy, but agreed to head over and stay the night so I would feel safer. Needless to say, the children eventually gave up and went back to whatever creepy, soulless hole they crawled out of. I hate to talk about kids like that, but those were not normal kids. Not even close. I never seen these black-eyed children since I... Uh, since and I pray I never see them again. I am by no means a writer, so I apologize for my grammar and punctuation mistakes. Um, I feel that this shared the story in hopes that others can offer advice and blah 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 blah. I can't be the only one, right? Um, I just have to tell you that this is like one of many stories about the black eyed children, and if you do a Reddit search on them, you can find a lot of crazy, crazy fucking stories, and I like literally after reading after hearing these stories from other podcasts I literally like messaged so many people and I was like hey um if kids knock on your door at night and they like seem weird don't let them in your house because some of the stories talk about what happens when you let them in yeah, yeah it's, it's I can't wild. hear those I'm I can barely get through this one I <laughs> am like so afraid how how do I make sure this doesn't happen to me you just don't answer like, the door and also guys I have to give you a visual right now they I were in their car the like what if, what if it happens to me when I'm in a car I won't just run them over I don't care <laughs> just don't let them in as long as you don't let them in all I can say is that the visual I have right now of Haley like hand on the forehead like leaning over the desk <laughs> like freaking out <laughs> oh fuck i am just so happy i gotta take a picture of you <laughs> i'm gonna have to do like breathing exercises when we get off this podcast <laughs> um but i have to tell you guys one more thing so the one of my favorite thing one of my favorite comments on this was may i ask an, irre- uh, an irrelevant question. What Stevie Nicks song were you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> Look, seriously, like, oh my God. I, have so I was kind questions. of wondering that too. I, and that was definitely, and that was definitely one of them. Oh God. Oh, <sighs> okay. Well, that's all I have. Do you have another one? I have one more. And this one was submitted over email from a listener. And so I'll read it anonymously, but this one is actually about a cryptid. Um, <laughs> in from like central america and it's really fascinating and cryptids are really interesting and i'm hoping to have a guest on sometime you know in the future about cryptids so just look out for that if it's like an interesting thing but this is like fucking lore and legend that we're about to get into which i love so it's kind of short but it's really interesting and i'll tell you the name of the like lore creature cryptid if you do want to end up looking it up but so here goes it says My dad told me this story, and it's about my grandfather. The story goes that when my grandfather was younger, he would walk home from work, and this was usually late at night. This one night, he was crossing some kind of brush or field as a cut-through and saw this woman who was calling out for help. And he started to follow her and got pretty close to her because she was calling for help, so he went to help her. He got close enough that when he did catch up to her, she turned around and immediately turned into some hideous creature, and she grabbed my grandfather's shoulder and scratched it up and hurt it really bad. But he managed to, like, fight it and get away. My dad told me that my grandfather never revealed his shoulder to anyone, 
and he never lets anyone near his shoulder and he becomes extremely uneasy and bothered when people are close to that shoulder now. So the name of this cryptid creature is, um, and obviously this is in Spanish, so forgive me. It's La Sijuanaba. And if you want to look that up, it's spelled S-I-H-U-A-N-A-B-A. And I'll sort of read you the definition. It has a few, like, okay, so, or it's also, you can spell it like Sigua with a G also. And it says, or the Siguanaba is a supernatural <gasps> character from Central America folklore, though it can also be heard of in Mexico, which is technically North America for all you geography buffs. Um, <laughs> it is a shape-shifting spirit that typically takes the form of an attractive long-haired woman seen from behind. And then when you get close enough, it turns around and reveals like, it's like skull horse head, basically. And like basically tries to kill you. I am looking up pictures right now and I'm going to tell you, absolutely not. Yeah. And I love, I love shit like this. I love freaky stuff, but cryptids are actually, no, no, thank you. And this is wild. It's really crazy. And like, this is a real story of like somebody's grandfather who experienced this. And I just find that like, it like rocks my world a little bit, you know? Oh no, absolutely not. Oh my God. Yeah. Really it makes crazy. like YouTube videos. I don't know why I love being scared. This is insane. Haley. Yeah. I feel like I would take the black eyed children any day. Oh my God. I would take this thing. Like I'm not really, no. yes, yes. <gasps> I'm like Can't less afraid it. of cryptids and more afraid of like, Cancel the like, Can't- haunted no, children i can't do that no but yeah really crazy i actually there's a similar story that i heard i'll, I'll just add this really quickly because there's a similar story from somebody in mexico i was on i did like an educational trip there in college and um an anthropologist was telling this story she was working in um like a mayan village it was pretty remote and she drove a truck so this is like a woman who kind of like maybe presented a little bit more masculine right Mm-hmm. And she was driving into town one night, dark as hell, with her truck, and she saw a woman in the middle of the road calling for help. And she was like, oh, my gosh, there's a woman in the road who needs help. Like, I'll get out and help her. And she was like, she said, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in cryptids. I don't believe in any of this. She said, I got out and I called for her. I looked around for her and she was just completely gone. And she was like, I got the most ominous feeling. And so I just got back in my truck and like got home and I felt really weird about it. And she was like, and then I was telling some of the people here and they basically, it's the same type of woman. Like, and I think Mm -hmm. they might have a different name for it in Mexico, but it's basically the same thing. A woman will like lure any men outside of the village to their death, basically through being beautiful. And so they were Mm -hmm. like, oh, she, she thought like this cryptid thought you were a man because you were driving a truck and now you've angered (laughs) her. She was probably like mad. And so she disappeared when she figured out that you were a woman. That is, that is fucking crazy. Isn't that crazy? No, no, thank you. I, I don't, you know, what's funny is like, I never, I have, I haven't learned a lot about cryptids. I know that there's a whole like thing about, oh, what, I think there's actually a new term that they're calling them, but the previous term was skinwalkers, like skinwalkers or whatnot. And like all these types of things like that. I didn't know much about them until I heard like another podcaster. I think the Morbid Podcast Talks has a cryptid series or whatever. 
And like, the more I, I learn, the, the more I'm like, wow, this, this is actually something that really does kind of scare me, like to think yeah. about this. Oh, no, 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 no. It's very creepy. And it just makes me think, it makes me like wonder, there's obviously like so much in this big wide world to learn and like to understand. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, why would we have it all figured out? You know, why would we have it all cataloged? Oh, and so I'm open to like learning about it. I'm not saying I believe in like every single cryptid, but like these stories, mm-hmm. people are telling them, people are experiencing these things, you know? Yeah. And so it's just creepy as fuck. Yeah. No. Thank oh, you. I am I am like very well creeped out right now, Anthony. Like I don't know like how am I gonna come down from this creep feeling? Uh-huh. I would go watch RuPaul's drag race. Yeah, I need to do something <laughs> like that. I need to go watch like New Girl. New Girl's one of my go-tos. Like I need to go watch like <laughs> the office or something. Like holy fuck. Oh my god. So oh, you, know, you, should, you should do a um a question on your Instagram stories. Like, what do you do to get rid of your creepy feelings after like after you watch a scary movie yeah. like, what do you watch what's your what's your decreepify tv show or movie That's spongebob a good one. i should do that i'll do that on the day this is dropped so i'll do this on wednesday and so if anybody's listening like just look out for my stories on wednesday but that was a good one i like this i love getting creepy i feel like we could do a whole a whole episode maybe next year we'll do a lot of we'll spend a year doing a lot of um deep diving and do a whole episode on black eyed children no i can't <laughs> allow it I, I can't deep dive into it you would have to lead that whole episode it would be you telling stories i can't i like okay but like also if, if we do this we're just giving people these stories we're not telling them anything about how to be safe guys just don't leave your house ever again and you will be safe <laughs> <laughs> don't let weirdo children in your house I'm, i don't know like what more can i do i i, I don't know like, i feel like if you do guys okay if you do read more of the black eyed children's stories i think when you realize the common theme is do not let them into your property like don't let them into your car don't let them into your space so what do they do um, do they just like so, fuck your shit up well the one story that i read um before that one I almost sent it to you too they did leave them in and the kids like went ran upstairs in their house and just like went through started like met they heard a bunch of things tossing and turning and I don't know I can't remember what happened after that but I have read others heard other stories where like they let them into the house and then like the people eventually like they like one person just started getting really bad nosebleeds and one person ended up getting like cancer they like get it's almost like they energetically drain you to the point of like getting sick and dying like it's like so like what do you think they are? Like, do you think they're just like little demon devil things? I don't, I don't know because there's another aspect to them and I'd have to re go back and read or listen to the podcast episode. I think this was Samantha Faye um, or it, it, I know I've talked about this before. Morbid does one and Psyche Teachers does one. And I think it's the one with Samantha Faye and her daughter um, that they talked about how like the men in black also were a part of it, like outside. Do you remember hearing that or no? I don't know. It's all, it's all. I don't, I, I didn't listen to that one because I was too scared. <laughs> I don't I, skip any back. psychic teachers episodes except for I did. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm going to go back and listen to it. And then I will, I will report for you. So you don't have to. Okay. Thanks. I am just so disturbed. This is the perfect episode for before Halloween. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you were scared. Every, like, I'm just saying like everybody, you all asked for this, like, all the listeners all the listeners were like hey i want a creepy halloween like i want halloween season i want october to be like 
scary ass episodes and like I'm fucking scared I hope I'm like uh, you know I hope you're scared too if this is what you wanted mm-hmm. this has been fun Anthony thank you so much for reading some creepy stories with me and and taking the time to deep dive into reddit there's some good stories there's some boring stories and hopefully we found you know some good ones that people yeah. like to listen to yep 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 and thank you guys for listening as well thanks for listening to today's episode If you love the podcast and listen on Apple, please be sure to rate and leave a review. If you want more from Opening the Door, follow along on Instagram at Opening the Door Podcast. Have a question about psychic work or psychic development? Email openingthedoorpodcast at gmail.com and you might have your question included in one of our future Q&A episodes.